Hello and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters, a podcast discussing everything Star Wars 5e. My name is Todd, I've got Tegan here, and we're looking forward to jumping into hyperspace with you. Let's go! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dungeon Jedi Masters podcast, our season three finale here, episode 23. Tegan, how are you doing today? Doing great. I'm on finally on my holiday PTO. Uh, I bought a PS5 and a ton of games, so I'm just going to be really chilling the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Looking forward to you know that time off. Hope everyone out there has some great holiday plans and you know safe travels as you do so. If you do, and maybe with that time off, if you're off of work or whatever, get to the table and play some you know games, whether in Star Wars or otherwise. So uh, today's episode, we're just going to do a little bit of a recap of the year, give a little preview of next year as well, and we also have uh, Steve our uh, former Senate of uh, Star Wars 5e on to just talk about, you know, a little recap of his own with the project and and his experience doing so and and things like that. So we'll touch on that as well. Uh, Of course, on the front end, be sure to check us out, DungeonJediMasters.com for access to all of our content, including this podcast, uh, YouTube channel for VODs and other how-to videos, Instagram and Twitter for ways to contact us and uh, some fun little custom like items, NPCs, plot hooks, things of that nature, and also our Twitch for actual plays. Uh, Tegan, go ahead and plug what you have going on on Twitch. Definitely. So Twitch may be a little slower uh, over the holiday season, but next Tuesday for sure, we're going to be in. uh, It's not going to be Invasion like usual. Uh, We're going to be playing the Order 66 adventure with uh, with most of the Invasion crew. So come through, see how they do with the challenge, see if they can beat uh, Gragu's Hammer's high score and uh, just have some fun uh, showing off the adventure. So come through uh, and hang out with us uh, this this Tuesday uh, today uh, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. on my channel, Tegan J Gaming, and come hang out with us for Star Wars Tuesday. Awesome. Yeah, look forward to that. The Order 66 Challenge is such a fun adventure there, and will be good to see how they do. And uh, additionally, last for our content is that Patreon. Uh, Patreon is the best way to support the content we create. And of course, there are benefits to you, Patreon members, uh, including three new ones that we have. So shout outs to Jonathan, James, and Maddie, all tier two members. Thank you so very much including all the other existing Patreons. We appreciate it so very much. And, uh, you know, that comes with uh, adventure content and other things like that. So if you haven't, make sure to check that stuff out. Uh, We just wrapped up the invasion campaign that Tegan's running on his Twitch. Uh, That is our adventure for the year. Uh, I did a running the game, creating a campaign series that's up there as well. And then access to all of our old content as well. So check that out on our Patreon. All right, that is everything on the front end for us. So we'll dive into the episode here. We're gonna first bring Steve on and have a chat with him, uh, check in with him, see where he's at and and talk about his experience with the system. All right, everyone, uh, maybe for the last time, uh, we have the Senate himself, Steve. Glad to have you back. How are you doing today? Good, yeah, slow day at work. You know, just kind of puttering around, just got off my exercise bike for a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's end of the year here, a little slower on my end, some other people maybe as well. So uh, hopefully we can all look forward to some good holiday plans or whatever else we have going on and, and uh, include some good time at the uh, table playing Star Wars 5e. 
right? So uh, yeah, we wanted to bring you on and just kind of uh, you know have a little recap. You know, we all know uh, we talked about this episode or two episodes ago, whenever the announcement came out that you stepped away from the Star Wars 5e project, felt it saw its course, at least with your involvement, handed it off to some other capable hands. And and uh, yeah, we just wanted to check in on that and kind of do a review from, from your standpoint. So I guess let's start with, you know, what was kind of that decision of finally hanging that up? Um, so I've been working on this project publicly, it would be almost exactly four and a half years um, when I hung my hat, if you will. Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun, learned a lot. Obviously, the improvements over the years were dramatic. The first version versus the last version, there's really no comparison. It's just so, so, so much better. Um, that being said, it started to feel less like fun and more like a chore. And uh, frankly, the number of hours I was putting in uh, and I was I was getting to a point where I was dreading it. I wasn't quite there, but like I just wasn't looking forward to doing work. I was uh, engaging with the community and stuff is fine, but I wasn't looking forward to doing updates. I wasn't looking forward to creating content and releasing it on a weekly basis. So I, I ultimately just decided that um, I don't, I just, I just didn't want to do it anymore. That's really what it boils down to. I didn't want the deadlines. So um, I wasn't willing to scale back because the Patreon in particular, those people are paying for something specific. And if I wasn't going to offer it to them anymore, I wasn't willing to like maintain a lesser cadence or anything like that. So the, the basically decided that, you know, I, I, I don't want to shut down the project entirely. I just wanted to shut down my involvement and you know, uh, Drake in particular has taken over and done a fairly well job uh, the last couple of months. So, uh, you know, I just wasn't having fun anymore is the oversimplification. It's kind of the perfect time to get out, but you're starting not to have fun before you actually start hating it and dreading yeah. having to deal with it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a, that can be a tough call to make. You know, I think that can even apply to to games, to campaigns. I've been in campaigns before where, you know, just got to a point where it wasn't fun anymore and players, gyms out there, be okay with kind of pulling the plug there and and talk to your table and, and mention that and in creative projects or otherwise. Yeah, I think that's very important. It's tough to recognize that. Like you said, you definitely had something, you know, on the Patreon you're committed to and putting that out. And so that's awesome to to stay with that. You know, yeah, then get to that point where, you know, it is finally time to just fully kind of cut the cord there. But yeah. For sure. And like the adage says, you know, bad D D is worse than no D. &D. <laughs> yeah. So that's it feels the same way with writing. I, you know, yeah. So yeah, I'm done with it. I'm still writing a little bit, uh, but at my own speed, right? I don't have any deadlines. I just kind of, if I have a burst of inspiration, I'll, I'll write things down. I'm working on predominantly a variant rule to introduce luck as an ability score. That's the one that's been sitting in the back of my mind for years. Um, and it's like a lot of moving parts. So that's something I'm working on. Uh, Not for Star Wars 5e, obviously. Is that no, traditional yeah. 5e? Correct. Then? Yep. It'll, be, it'll, it'll, I mean, it'll work for both, right? Because it's yeah. predicated on, the, it, it really functions mostly as just a way to change your ability score. It's going to integrate the mechanics like of the lucky thing where you can re-roll dice on, at will. Um, so I, I have some ideas for it, but there's just a lot of things to consider when introducing it. Um, so this is something that I don't even know if I'll ever publish. It might just be for me. I might run it in a home game. I don't know. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. If you got, you know, put it up on drive through or anything like that, but uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't even do that. I, I posted some stuff on DMs Guild in particular, nothing on drive through. And okay. uh, I don't particularly care about DMs Guild. I also don't really like that the stuff I posted on there, I don't actually own anymore because DMs Guild takes ownership if you post anything, which is ridiculous. Yeah. So if I end up writing enough to release it publicly, I'll just post it on Reddit, whatever. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely have to uh, keep an eye out for anything like that. Yeah. Uh, is there anything over the years of working on the project, anything that really stood out, any uh, accomplishments or just, you know, just little things that you remember that uh, just st stand out over otherwise? 
Um, so the most, not vivid anymore, but the most, uh, the, mo- the thing that stands out the most was when I made that first post on D&D Next. You know, I had started this project um, years and years and years ago, never really did anything with it, just played it with my playgroup at home and it was terrible uh, and then tabled it. And then I started in a new job that had a lot of idle time. I started writing a lot uh, and then posted it on a whim at the end of June in 2018. And like, it got ridiculous uh, attention. You know, everybody was so excited about it. And, and I had no intention of doing more than just releasing that one version Uh and just having that for when I wanted to play D&D again, uh, but it exploded, got a lot of attention. So it's still kind of, uh, you know, I think I think I peaked at about 20,000 people on the subreddit, which is crazy to me. Um, so it's it's still kind of surreal that some shitty D&D rule set that I wrote uh, in Homebrewery got that much attention, but that that's probably the most memorable part of it. You know, it's just grown steadily from there, uh, releasing new content, people appreciating that content is fun. A lot of people don't like changes. Like I vividly still remember the fighting style change and everybody got so butthurt over that. Uh, but yeah, so there's, there's, I, I still remember a lot of things, but that's definitely the most, most noteworthy. Yeah. And I, and I think too, you know, I, talking about the growth of it, I mean, you made it as the system utilized by Dimension 20. I mean, that's very, very cool there. I mean, it's, you know, definitely you know, something to sh- add to the, to your list. <laughs> that, that should have actually probably been the thing that I remember the most, but I it completely spaced on it right now. But that was like that reveal last fall or whenever it was, was ridiculous. Like I never expected anything like that. Uh, so it was definitely a feather in the cap of the project. Yeah. Definitely sick there. And kind of going along with that, all the different changes you've made from 5e. Uh, you mentioned my favorite, but what's uh, with fighting styles, uh, but what overall is like your favorite thing that you've changed from the base 5e system? Something that really just kind of stands out to you. Um, so the best thing I wrote is background feats. And this precedes Star Wars 5e by a couple of years too. Um, I wrote background feats right around when the skills UA came out where they released the 18 feats, one for each skill that had, you know, so it was perfect, right? So from there, I kind of developed and wrote this rule to introduce background feats and explain how to introduce into your game. So that's definitely the best homebrew I've ever written. Uh, I'm very proud of the fighting style fighting mastery system. Um, um, nothing really else. I like the way I like the rehashed maneuver system superiority. Now that does still need a lot of work. Uh, it's it, it definitely got a little bit rushed towards the end, but I think the overall concept and execute and uh, execution is very good, very strong. Um, but yeah, background feats is definitely my favorite uh, rule. In fact, I've actually been thinking about this and dwelling on it since then. Is I really want to shift um, discussions on on Reddit um, about D and D in particular. A lot of people don't like certain special traits or racial traits like uh, elf longsword training, which doesn't really make sense for every elf. And so one thing, one idea I've been having was shifting some of that to backgrounds never came to fruition. It was too, too much work. Um, but that, that was something that I always thought about too, but yep. Either way for the third time, background feats is my favorite. I don't know if you can claim credit for it, but now one D and D is going that way now too. So uh, maybe some star Wars 5e fans over there. It, it's, I would say that I wasn't the person who originated the concept of background feats. I might have published the first like professional looking document for it. And I say professional using home brewery, right? Um, maybe I was the first, but I, I I can't imagine I was the only person who thought about it. And I'm sure that they came up with it organically themselves. Like it's not that uncommon and they they're going about it an entirely different way. Um, the, the backgrounds I've seen so far that they introduced, they create a whole new feat for it. Um, and it's, you know, it, it is what it is, right? I like the flexibility of, of having, a, you know, anybody, a background has a choice of feats, but you can really take any feat that would qualify from any other background. Um, I think that system is better. It is what it is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I love that concept of just how it it further fleshes out the character from that character creation standpoint. You can have two people that are the same class, but those little those little things make them 
distinguish them from each other. Exactly. Yeah. And like expertise is really the biggest thing that gets introduced through the background feeds, you know, it gives all the classes that don't have access to expertise, it lets them get it at level one, um, which I think it was a, a lot of people don't like the expertise mechanic. Uh, I love it. I think it was such a great inclusion. It was just poorly implemented as being locked to, I think only the one class at first to, to rogue. Uh, but I think expertise is an incredible feature, I guess. Let's go with that. Uh, that should have been available to more classes. So that was the best. I percent agree. Because uh, especially when you're building a player or a character, you have something you think you want that character to be good at. Uh, and if you're not like a bard or a rogue with a traditional 5e, you, you just don't get expertise. But this yeah. is kind of situated around. One of the characters I built for traditional 5e was a halfling barbarian who wanted to grapple. But like, if you don't have it, like, so you get the rage, which is awesome. But if you don't have expertise, you're SOL. So background feats would have enabled that character. The way I built it, it had to go two levels of rogue. But like, pure barbarian is so much more logical and so much more flavorable. Yeah. So while you're not doing content for Star Wars 5e and whatnot, some more time on your hands, are you picking up any games? Are you getting to the table? Do you have anything going right now? What's that look like? I have not DM'd or played any kind of DD uh in like four years. Other I, than I, the I, Java one shot maybe, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I would probably do a one shot. Um, I don't really have an interest in running a game yet because really the writing did scratch a lot of that itch. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a, I moved, for those of you who don't know, I moved to an, uh, this little podunk town called Decatur, Illinois. Um, and there is a local gaming stop relatively close to me that I thought about checking out. I just haven't. I've been here for seven, eight, almost eight months now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I would consider probably, I'd be more likely to play online because I'm exceptionally lazy. Yeah, that's fair. And, and you know, as we've all learned uh, over these past couple of years that, you know, digital play is just blown up and there's a lot of opportunities to do so. It's real easy to connect with people. So, yeah. And uh, if you do get to that, uh, I think we've heard about this before, but what would be your character? What are you going to build in that game? Let's, let's keep it to Star Wars 5e. What does that look like? I don't know. I played uh, the one shot you did. In fact, a couple of Christmases ago, um, I played Galifile as a scholar. Uh, I would probably do that again. I don't know. It really depends on the campaign. I, I can easily build a character and, and add justification and backstory. I can build a character very quickly. So it would really depend on what the nature of the campaign is for me to for me to know and what the other people are playing. Because I, I, I mean, it's it's very easy to do at the base level and and then you just evolve the character organically. Uh, you know, like the, the, every D&D character I've ever written always has one personality trait that I have just dialed up to 10. So one might be snarky, one might be smart, one might be ob obtuse. Uh, yeah, so that, that I, I, yeah, I don't know. It depends on the campaign. Any favorite, uh, I think I'll know the answer to this, but what would be campaign setting, era, et cetera, in Star Wars that you uh, have preference to? Oh, yeah. Anybody who's been paying attention at all for the last four years knows that the older public is the best time frame in, in, in Star Wars. The movies are good. You know, the, the especially everybody really loves the Clone Wars era, and I really appreciate it, too. I love, the, you know, the shows, the, the Clone Wars cartoon, Bad Batch, can't wait for season two. Uh, but yeah, Old Republic, Best Republic, it's just it's just a perfect setting for this kind of rule set because it really justifies not only a wide assortment of force-wielding characters, but also really pathetic ones as compared to because there's just so many more, so many so many of them are weaker, right? They're all not Anakin Skywalker to level power. Uh, so it's 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 so much better for this than than any current era stuff, unless you kind of cut that out, and which of course is is doable, right? Uh, you can still have casting with tech casting. You can just not have any force characters, and you can play a campaign fine. One question I did have too, uh, especially uh, as we're kind of winding down. I know uh, you did do a big up or a small update to the PHP. I think this may be the the true time we can say we have a finalized PHP. Yeah, I. I uh, printed one and had it shipped to me. And there's a couple of minor binding issues that I'm trying to get resolved. 
uh, before I print any more. But yeah, the, I'm I am 100 done with with the Star Wars 5e PHB. I did never did print files. I actually also forgot to do the black and white file updated. Tough shit. Now I'm not going to do it. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So I officially have now. I have three copies of it. I had the very first print copy, one probably middle of the way through, and then I have the the last one as well. Yeah, yeah. So everyone out there that is wondering. Did we get the print files up? I, I don't remember if we get because I yeah you yeah you yeah did we it. did we, yep. we pushed it and I updated it and uh, so yeah I, I don't think I I know that there's some pontificating on changes on the Discord that some people don't like again I don't care uh they there might be more changes but I don't think Drake has any like over sweeping changes expected to the PHB or whoever's whoever's in charge I think it's still Drake um I don't think there's any ex expectation so if you wanted to print it now is the time yeah awesome. I think we could actually hold you to it this time too. <laughs> you can. I like. I literally like. I'm done. I can't. I can't tinker with it anymore. I, <laughs> I still have my GM binder account, but I don't even have GM binder plus anymore. So like, I can't even export as as, as a high quality PDF. Good stuff. Well, uh, yeah, Steve, thank you so much. Uh, you know, a big thank you on behalf of the community. I know a lot of them have already mentioned this, but you know, we greatly appreciate everything you've done for the system. Uh, you know, you've allowed, you've created something that has allowed Tegan and I to do this project with DJM and, and, uh, you know, I've met a lot of amazing people through that, including yourself. Thank you for that. And, you know, anything else you go to do from here, you know, best of luck with that. And, and, you know, I'm sure we'll see you around, uh, around the discord here a little bit here and there. Oh, yeah. I'm still lurking. I'm still lurking on the subreddit. I'm just not as involved. Yeah, huge shout out and thanks. Uh, before you go, any parting words to the community? May the force be with you. I don't know. That's trite. <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> Fantastic. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, we'll maybe talk to you again, but thanks again. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Always great to talk with Steve. You know, hopefully there's something down the road that we can bring him back on and, and talk about again. Big thanks to him and, and everything he's done for the project. It's something that I think a lot of us really enjoy. And, and you know, we definitely have to appreciate that from him. Uh, Tegan, let's look at next year for Dungeon Jedi Masters. Uh, we, have, we have some cool things here. I think that the community hopefully will like. Yeah, so just a little preview here of what is coming. Let's talk about the podcast first. Uh, we're going to do, we pretty much covered all of the mechanical content of the game, right? There's not really any need to rehash that because there shouldn't be any major updates there. If there is any big things that come out, we'll certainly touch on that. I uh, will continue DM spotlights. Really have enjoyed doing those and, and reaching out with the community. So be sure to reach out to us if you'd like to come on and, um, you know, share your time as a DM with Star Wars 5e or other tabletops, things like that. Uh, Tegan, we have two other concepts we're looking at. Uh, ask the DJMs uh, and on the spot, one shot. Uh, tell us a little bit about what those are. Definitely. So kind of the name of the game for next year is community engagement. We want to get the community involved and hear from you guys and what's going on at your table. Uh, and as the DJMs, is going to be kind of a great spot for that. Uh, it's going to be a new segment that we're running where uh, if you're a DM or even a player that come across a situation and want to have a, an additional pair of DMIs on it to, to help out, you guys can submit those situations to us uh, and we'll review them on air and kind of go over how we would handle them or what we would do or just different mechanics we could introduce to help us situation run smoothly or have more fun, whatever may be going on at your table. So uh, if you've got something that's been bugging you or that you've just been trying to find a good way of working out, uh, submit it to us uh, and we'd be happy to take a look at it and see how we could help make some more fun for you. 
one of the fun things we're doing next year too, and this I think will be pretty sick. Uh, gonna work our improvisational skills a little bit. Uh, we're gonna be doing on the spot one shots. Uh, and what this will be is it'll be community suggestions for kind of a, a premise of a one shot. And throughout the podcast, Todd and I will be kind of bouncing ideas off of each other to build out a functional one shot uh, that you could run at the table. And then we'll post that online for our Patreons too. So you can kind of hear our creative processes, especially if you're new to building your own adventures and one shots. It's be kind of a a good way to see how we kind of come up with different pieces. And then either way, if you're part of our Patreon crew, you can go on, download it, and maybe run it with your table and have a little bit extra Star Wars 5e fun. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a great time. Um, so I don't know if you had mentioned it yet, Tegan, but I, the one shot, I think we're going to aim for about once a quarter. So before those episodes, uh, ask the DJMs, you know, maybe about once a quarter as well, unless we get a lot of um, a lot of questions for that, that we feel we want to spread that out. So as far as how to submit for those, uh, both those different things, um, if you have questions or you want ideas for the one shot, uh, we'll, we'll put together, you know, I guess somewhat of a form, official form, you know, kind of help collate that stuff. But of course, the Discord, DJM Discord, Twitter, you know, maybe we'll have like a Reddit thread as well. We could put together and just kind of keep stuff in one area. So I definitely keep an eye out on that. And Keep an eye out for that stuff. And I'm looking forward to those things. I think those are going to be some great additions to the podcast there. Yeah. Moving on to um, some of the other stuff, uh, videos. Uh, we definitely want to push some more video content, um, you know, going outside of the game a little bit, you know, map making, touch on that a little bit, uh, at least talking about some of the methods that we utilize for our games and, and give some suggestions there. Another thing is our experiences with running actual plays. I think there's, you know, I know some of you in the community are doing your own actual plays and maybe some of you want to do that and get some information on how to set that up. Um, just some ideas and tips on putting that together. So just a couple of things like that for video content wise. Uh, and then Tegan, uh, the big one, our Patreon adventures and whatnot for next year. Uh, hopefully a cool concept here. Uh, we're going to break it out into four sections four quarters of the year and we're going to be doing these hex map locations each with a different landscape and then expand from there so in addition to that hex map location what else are we getting in each quarter for uh, our patreons definitely so you have a hex map that you and your crew can go through and explore at your own pace uh cool things are gonna be coming along with it too we're building encounter tables uh, as you traverse the, the different locations and of course with star wars there's always going to be a little bit of danger and uh mystery lurking around the corner so those encounter tables will help uh introduce that randomness and fun uh, hopefully for the table uh we'll also have different points of interest your group can visit and different kind of things that are associated along with that uh, and one of the cool pieces, too, we'll be really doing is uh, at the end of the quarter, we'll be uh, holding, uh, creating an adventure uh, run within that locale. But the cool thing with this one is to be community inspired. Uh, so we'll be able to pick one of, uh, one of the ideas sent to us for kind of what would be a fun adventure within that area. And we'll make that in a, uh, the overall adventure for the Patreon crew. Uh, so definitely uh, stay tuned and see how you can submit those ideas because we want really, uh, this is a name of the game's community engagement. So anything that you guys think would be fun and the locale that we're building for that quarter, let us know and we can see if we can work with it and bring it to the whole community. Absolutely. Another uh, thing I'm really excited about this year uh, that we're coming next year that we're going to be doing. So basically the, the schedule, the ideal schedule here is the first quarter or the first month of the quarter, I should say, uh, will come out with that hex map and which will include the encounter tables and kind of layouts there, get you started with that. Uh, the next month we will do, we'll have an adventure. 
uh, there that is related to that hex, uh, hex map location. And then we'll have that community influence adventure in the third month there. So two adventures plus that hex map each quarter. Uh, so lots of great content there that we're going to be putting out. And the whole idea here with this is, uh, you know, something that hopefully is a good foundation for you all to just create your own unique adventure at the table, right? Uh, you know, you're going to have this location and you can go explore that however you want and see what happens. Everyone's party is going to be different. Uh, so they're going to go about that in different ways. And uh, we would be very excited to hear how that turns out. Uh, one last little thing that kind of ties into, you know, some of the Patreon stuff. We're going to be trying to put together some of our content items and monsters, at least uploadable files for Foundry. Foundry Virtual Tabletop has a lot of great support for Star Wars 5e. So the stuff we create when Tegan creates uh, custom monsters or if we have custom items, we're going to create the files for that that you can then upload and then they'll be in your virtual game there. So that'd be another little thing uh, to keep an eye out as well. All right, so that's pretty much everything for the preview there. Uh, just keep an ear out, Twitter and things like that and, uh, for announcements. And uh, we'll see you for our first episode of season four, which is going to come out on January 10th. Uh, we're going to push one week back or the first of the month just to get around the holidays, of course. And then we'll get back onto that first of the month schedule going after that. But yeah, we'll see you back there on the 10th. Uh, Tegan, let's take a quick look at our year in review here um, we got some numbers here that they shared as all the you know apps and everything do their year in review uh podcast we did over 1000 minutes of content which is pretty cool i didn't i know we have 23 episodes of this the countries uh, how many countries we've listened to is pretty cool yeah so it's pretty kind of amazing like how widespread uh star wars by me and uh, the dgm has become uh we've been heard in over 30 countries uh throughout 2022 uh with a uh, top 15 percent of uh most shared podcasts globally which is pretty sick like i i didn't think it would be that widespread so definitely thank you guys for listening and sharing it uh with your friends and players and uh, kind of just spreading the dgm word yeah, wherever you are across the world, I think Star Wars is very, you know, it is truly global and um, it's awesome to to see that people are enjoying that. Checking in on YouTube as well, they sent an email this morning giving some stats as well. Almost 58,000 total views on the year for YouTube. That's that's wild. 500 and almost 504,000 minutes watched and almost 1,500 total likes. And uh, another one, we, we had almost a thousand new subscribers, 970 new subscribers. I think did we hit the two, was it 2000 this year earlier, right? Because yeah, 2000 the, was earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. So 2000. So wherever we were at, and then, you know, we had a thousand, almost a thousand this year alone, which is awesome. As we said earlier, YouTube's another one we want to try and push a little bit better, um, get some more content up there because I think that's good medium uh, in that regard. So we'll get some stuff up there. Of course, the VODs go up there, things like that. It's just crazy how much you guys have come out and support us, which we truly appreciate it. So definitely keep listening to the podcast. And as Todd says, there's be a lot more YouTube video content too. And uh, if you're on our Discord, if you're not on our Discord, join it. But let us know what you want to see. Let us know if there's a, a podcast topic or YouTube video or uh, whatever format kind of best suits you that you want us to cover. And we could definitely see if we can work it in. Absolutely. Hopefully maybe get some more one-shots, uh, community one-shots going uh, on the Discord and uh, things like that. So again, thank you to everyone. Uh, as we said, we'll see you January 10th for our next episode of the new year and enjoy your holidays, have a safe holiday, enjoy any gameplay you get to do over that. And we will see you on the next one. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. <laughs>